Innocence, embarking, boldness. Consider lighthearted feels, spontaneousness, the ease of being uninhibited, setting out into the void, so to speak. The fool is open to empty space she moves within. She is a scamp, a rambler, a roamer. The archetype of the joker. Unguarded, sweetly naive, she holds it all loosely. She finds luck and freedom precisely because she is unafraid to fail. The fool is carefree and bold. She trusts that everything will work out, embraces life without baggage, and yet is unscared. Here is a beginning. Lightness and potential, a new adventure awaits. May you step into the beautiful unknown without fear. One deep breath. took a shit and it had our Halloween recording on it so I did the computer take a shit though because like I thought did. you no, thought I it still, did no it did and I still Dan. can't access he can like turn it on but I still can't access like any of my like recordings and, did like, we not post them. the last no, no we didn't post the last recording no we did not <gasps> I know I literally didn't know that <laughs> I thought I listened to no, it. No, dude. No, I did not listen to it. It did not happen because oh my of my fucking shit. So, well, it's okay. Whatever. We'll redo it next year. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Um, was it the heel? Oh, it was the haunted. It was the Halloween episode. Where we were talking about Halloween and we were talking about altar building. But all of that is in the past and all that matters is what's present right now. No and one right, cares. No one fucking cares. No one cares. And right now we are talking about the major arcana. So we have our very first IRL tarot workshop that's coming up right now um, on this Saturday at Yoga Pod. And we thought we'd give everyone a little sneak peek because we're definitely going to do it again. Because I know a lot of people weren't able to participate because of the timing. And this episode and series that's coming out is going to be all about the major arcana. So this is what a good segue. Exactly. Like this is just the fool's journey, but emotional peace. Yes. As they would say. So good. So everybody buckle up, get ready because we're doing a deep dive into the cards. She just put a seatbelt on. Yeah. Metaphorical seatbelt. I don't. Should we do hocus pocus focus? Yeah. Okay. Um, should I go first? Yeah. Um, Cause I need to think about like what I'm doing and what week it is and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, hocus pocus focus. Let's fucking rock. Oh man, it's been a fucking wild journey for me as of late. Just I had a lot of stuff going on with my work and personally, and Dan and I repairing from our fake divorce. Um, <laughs> that was my bait. Uh, <laughs> Dan and I like repairing from our fake divorce and like I was kind of in this limbo space at work and recently I just got a promotion which is super fucking rad. Sis on Sis. Capricorns at the helm. Let's fucking go. And I feel like the issues that were kind of holding me back and like being in the interim and kind of in the in-between and the gray have like landed and I'm really proud of myself for how I handled it because I could have spiraled way harder. Could have. I could have spiraled way harder. I mean, I definitely had my moments where I was letting the unknown just like really creep onto me, but I, I feel so good. Even with like the ending of this cycle and finally sleeping and finally letting go, I'm giving myself that. What's that like? 
It's a lot. Sleeping? Sleeping is great. Oh. I know. Michelle doesn't Can't sleep imagine. at all, for those of you at home. But yeah. I just figured out that human design situation we're yeah. gonna do we're gonna get more we're into our design. human design stuff but I'm like just now getting into it and I've I'm a manifesting generator so like I'm just a generator I just realized <laughs> that they like these people don't they literally they don't go to bed they don't have like a bedtime it's just like they pass out mm-hmm. so like I found that out like five days ago and so I just haven't slept in like five days I'm like I'll pat like it's my human design <laughs> <laughs> like I'll fall asleep when I pass out it's totally good but you really shouldn't go against, like, what your body wants, but... I know, I know. I mean, so rest is good. Like, do you feel okay? Oh, I mean, I feel, like, pretty standard. <sighs> pretty standard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not me. Ask her. I go to bed at, like, 9... Like, at 9.30. 930. Um, I drive a shit in a bubbly water in my heart and soul, so... It's a vibe. But yeah, so I'm feeling like super good about that. I also started this new book series. It's called From Blood and Ash. And it is amazing. I can't wait until we can talk about books on here when I start when reading. start to read? Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to. I'm feeling like, called to. Yeah. Dude, you should. It's winter time. It's the time to I like know, fucking to read. get a book. I'll get a book and read instead of just like prancing around the house and the midnight you know like after hours yeah, it's like what am book, i doing a yeah. book will put you to sleep too i know but that's you say that no, many people will. have said it, that like, truly it's will. Just, it truly will put you to sleep i promise we'll see have you done it no <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not no um, i've never tried that but but it's so good and the new fourth wing came out so i'm like fully consumed in fantasy land i love it and yeah so that's my hocus pocus focus is just like books and like handling things with grace finally rather than a dramatic blowout of me having a mental breakdown and quitting life reading and reconstructing your marriage yeah wow whatever don't hate on me no i love that i wish i mean i don't wish that was happening for me because like that would be delusional but um my you, focus, yeah. Like if I was like trying to reconstruct a marriage from like years ago, that would be crazy. Um, that would be crazy. But I'd follow you. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you better. Um, what is my hocus pocus focus? I feel like this week I, I just like I think it's boundary related. So like setting boundaries with work, setting boundaries with relationships, setting boundaries with ex relationships just setting boundaries yeah ex relationships you hear but like just being able and capable of being like this is what I need to do to like get my own shit done putting myself first like I I think of like how crazy uh well haunting house would be doing right now if like all the energy I ever gave to everybody else like if I just gave it to myself like it's like I'll show up for you mostly you know, like on time like it ish ish she's usually about 15 minutes but that's like really good yeah 15 minutes it's good and like I'm there like I was late today I'm there but for and that's what I'm saying like haunting house is my stuff our stuff so like if it has to do with you and you're there yeah maybe 10 minutes late but I'm still there. If it's someone else's shit completely, like work, I'm there on time. I'm there early, and I'm like doing everything ever to like get that approval of like being the best, you know. And I really feel like lately I've been like stepping away from that and being like, okay, if I just put that amount of energy into me and into my shit, like it would be thriving just as much. Totally. So I'm trying to do that. I'm so fucking excited. Also, it's so weird. I have not really worked on... Like, when I first moved here, I was, like, doing the deck, like, in, what, 2021? That's when it started. Mm -hmm. It's 2023. So, the deck has been happening since the end of 2021. And we've been refining, too. Like, even, like, lots of pieces of it have been completed, but we've been, like, hardcore refining. But also, like, there was just those chunks of time. And, like, any creative or, like, artist, painter, whatever knows this, it's, like, you're just gonna, like, take a break... And you're going to, like, have these, like, fall-ins and fall-intos of that creative process. And I've been, like, insanely um, 
like looking back, like not active in it, like not, you know, the eight of pentacles, like not fucking working on it, not putting my focus in there. But this last week, focus, 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 like I have stayed up. The reason why I'm staying up so late, I will just stay up and she just be making, like I am just drawing, I'm just making the cards, I'm reworking them and I'm so excited. Like I... I don't know if it's like the wind, you know, like winter is coming and like, I know that that's like, oh the time. like I need to like go within and like do the work and do the thing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like inspired and I'm like drawn to it. Like I want to do it. Like, I'm like, yeah. ah, I don't know if I can go to yoga, which is something I'd be like, Oh, I have to do. Yeah. Nor when she was like, Oh, I'm working. I was like, what? Excuse On me? what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I'm like, no, I'm like literally like I'm working on the cards. I'm just like trying to finish them up and like, make them super clean and like I change the font and like everything is this like second guessing game and uh when a project or like a painting artists know it's like if it takes you like two years to complete there's like parts of it where you're like oh I've like grown and evolved so much in this time like now this is better or not even better but different more refined more refined so I'm like oh fuck I have to like go back and do those other ones also do you know I just had an epiphany like, the only reason why people fuck, like, or not the only reason, but the only benefit, rather, of, like, why people go to school and, like, get this benefit is, I feel like, really, like, exemplary of, like, what you're talking about, of, like, having to take on a project and see it to fruition. Like, that's honestly kind of the only thing I think conventional oh schooling does for you, is it, here's this... You have X, you have a whole year, get this shit together, it's your baby, give me your thesis. Right. Other than that, like, some oh my god, it's a bunch of bullshit. That has like really been coming up with the with the deck and like you don't finishing need college it. Unless you're gonna be a lawyer or like a you doctor don't. or a surgeon. Or any of those things. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, no, that's it. Oh, oh yeah. Other than no, that, that's like, it. You're fine. You don't. Yeah. If I would have not gone to college. I mean, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have, like, as big of an addiction problem right now. But that's it. That's the only thing I can think of. Did not help me with any, like, jobs or anything. But it, like, helped you be like, okay, you have to get your other shit together and complete the project? No, I didn't do that. I cheated my way. I got new uh, advisors. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I didn't, no, do, I didn't that. do that. <laughs> but <laughs> during this uh, creation of the deck, now that, okay, so, right, I only have, like, so many cards. Like, maybe ten cards to do left. And, right, this part of it, creating it, produce, or making it, is fun for me. That's what I can do. I can fucking sit down and make it. But I have realized that I think that part of the reason that I'm taking so long is because I know that at the end of, like, the creating part is the business part, is the part where I have to find the printer, get, you know, whatever probably fix files probably fix uh colors all that shit like get back go back and forth and I'm like oh my god am I just like putting this off so I don't have to do the real work of like getting it actually executed and I guess in this in the week of me like hustling and really trying to produce out the cards I'm like ready I'm trying to go in to like the next phase of it and being like yeah uh I did like the fun part I did the thing that we want to do and now it's the part for it to transition. It's like the next level, new devil. It's like part of the fucking triangle of me doing the thing, getting let down. And instead of going back to like excitement, like going through the other point of the triangle, which is the difficulty and like rising above it and being like, no, I'm just going to stick with this work and keep going. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's you should just get the deck for it. That's gonna be the one. I work. hate it sometimes. Like even today, I was just like, if I have to do one more just like task, it's because it's task oriented. Like tasks suck. I fucking hate a task. It feels yeah. just like I, like you said. It feels the meaningful part feels the creation. And you're like, even if nobody ever sees this, this is so meaningful to me. Like, I, 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 like, I don't even care if anybody ever sees it. Like, I gave birth to this fucking idea. Right. And then now is the task part. The <sighs> task part makes... This is the part that separates the people who make it and then the people who fucking don't. 
is if you can handle the monotony of the task, like true on devotion of every single moment to get to whatever the fuck you're literally you want. And yes. like anyone that's successful has done this. Yeah. Like it's like they've had to do it. it. You have, you can't just skip out on that part. Unless you have so much money that you can have someone else do it. And the tasks have to be completed. Like you think about this word task and how it's used throughout history and how it's used throughout saga. Like when we're telling lore is like the task, like task number one, like you can't move forward until you have taken care of the fucking tasks. And that's what prevents people from moving forward. And so help me fucking Christ, we will complete the tasks. My Capricorn. Anyways. Card time. Card time. Choose a card. So open up your heart and your mind, baby, and proceed to follow. You know the cards don't lie. And I'm starting to feel it's right. All the attraction, the tension. Don't you see, baby, this is perfection. Card time. Choose a card. Earth. Did you know the earth is that? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> the four of pentacles. Alright, four of pentacles. This is the image. Uh, figure kind of seated, uh, they're, they have a pentacle at the heart, kind of grasping it, two other pentacles are under their feet, they're kind of holding them down, and then there is the pentacle above the head, uh, the general vibe of this, number one, like fours are, are the card of grounding, stability, kind of figuring out that plan, and yet here we are on the earthly fucking realm, matter of the earth, and here we are at this setback of like grasping, what it is that we think is ours. Yeah. And so there's this kind of vibe of feeling like, oh, everything I have will be taken. There's some sort of loss coming. Nothing is never enough. I'll never be able to obtain what I need. So that's why I'm stagnant. That's why I'm staying still. That's why I'm not making moves. That's why I'm not, you know, quitting the job, moving on to the new job. That's why I'm not starting the business. That's why I'm not becoming, you know, an ASMR videographer on YouTube like you're just stagnant at your barista bartending job I'm not that's like no shame for anyone else I'm just I'm actually just talking about myself but it's like you stay there but so I always think of the this card right before the five right before it gets even a little bit more difficult that like you're you're meant to receive you are meant to your birthright is to receive abundance in all forms. Mm. And if you have, you know, root chakra, solar plexus, like solar issues of feeling like everything's going to be taken away, that you are not secure, that you are not grounded, this card will come up. So what's up with that, y'all? Straight up. What's interesting is that, so for the team today, I pulled five of pentacles. And it's honestly like kind of where we're at. We didn't do great last week. And it's like the people that are coming in are just like window, like checking shit out. You know, right. like they're just like, they're not oh, shopping, they're window like shopping. They need it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not cold just yet. Like it's so warm. Like I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Or like I'm moving to Black Friday. And so like everybody's like giving their heart and soul. And it feels defeating because, like, there some people will be like, I spent 45 minutes with this asshole, and they're not Buys even, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like, which, it, like, my, my time, like, buys a chapstick. Yeah, totally. from a local artist, the yeah. front desk that you just did for fun. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's just hard. You're like giving yourself to these people, and then, like, there isn't that ROI, but, like, and then it puts you into scarcity, scarcity that we're not going to like hit our goal. We're not going to get seated stuff. We're not going to have our bonus. You, like you just immediately, even just if it's like an hour of it. And I was just like, and it was in reverse. I was like, we have to get out of this scarcity mindset that we're in. Like every interaction counts. Every interaction is like a fingerprint right. onto somebody's experience because like, 
I don't know. I love connection. I'm, I fully believe like in purpose and with purpose is profit. And the brand I work for is incredibly purposeful. Like out of all of the assholes I've ever worked for, fucking they know what's up. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like I can, like their shit, I'm fine with handling. They're all crazy and all over the place. They fix it. But they're fucking wild. They're all over the place. Everybody's just, it's like the blind leading the blind. But then the blind is always asking for feedback. And the blind does better each time. So I can take that type of growth mindset, you know, for the type of support that they extend. Like never, like most of the time, like when Michelle and I would be recording, if I was at Soul, if I was at Core Power, I would just be like really stressed out. And I'm like, chill. Have you guys listened to our past episodes? Have you? <laughs> <laughs> but Brie was chill prior. But yeah, so like thinking about where the root from that five came from and like hearing you talk about four, it's like, we did so good. We're right here. We're not, well, not fully there, but it's like, it's building and I'm afraid that it's going to like all go away. Well, that's totally what's happening in the five. It's like, that's a difficult moment. That's yeah. the moment. And it's also the moment. It's funny that you said, like, they're window shoppers because, like, mm-hmm. there's this total vibe of the fives of Pentacles, especially, that's like, oh, I could totally look through the window and see, like, the burning, you know, the warm cup of tea. And yet here I am putting myself out in the cold on mm-hmm. purpose because, like, I don't even want that. Everybody else can have it, but I'm just gonna like talk shit about them and like be jealous and like yeah. whatever. But it's like, no, it's actually right there. Like it's actually in the like you can literally just walk around and go get it. You could go get it. You could drop this like fucking old story of the four of like the idea that like it's gonna be taken. I have to stand still. I have to hold on tight mm-hmm. and know that yeah, it's gonna take some work. It's gonna take going through that fucking hailstorm and like seeing that the option is right there. You're still going to walk past it. You're still going to go through the and shit. And even what you said about the deck. I mean, everything that you said about the deck is this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I But, yeah. So. so that's um, the Four of Pentacles. The Four of Pentacles. Anything else there? No. Spit it all like a Spit deck. And now let's swallow, shall we? To the next. We shall. We shall swallow. Okay, so we decided that we're going with the American Rejects philosophy (laughs) of, let's see how far we go. The Major Arcana. So within tarot, there's the Major Arcana, there's the Minor Arcana. The Major Arcana weave this story of a conventional classic noir archetypal journey of the hero it's just everybody's life it exactly you're the the fool i'm the fool totally think about he's a fool think about some of your favorite you the fool bitch i'm the fool bitch me the fool we are the fool okay the major arcana going back into it so we were saying that it is the hero's journey and the hero's journey is a journey uh, that we all play, to Michelle's point. Like, I'm the fool, she's the fool, you're the fool, we're all fools. Um, and within the fool's journey, each major arcana card represents a, a milestone or a scene. Like, if you think about a play, I think about a scene or a moment where the adventure receives a message or a scenario or a new character that that changes exactly like w- what is happening within the moment to help project the fool onto their journey, right? Totally, because there's so many journeys. There's so many journeys. Like you go back and you think in, um, you know, throughout time, like all of the major archetypes that you can think of. Like you think of like Harry Potter. You think of Dorothy. You right. Think Star Wars. Of, um. Katniss Everdeen, you know, like Star Wars is classic. You think of any Greek tale, you think of Shakespeare. Shakespeare is all hero's journey, you know. Um, you think, God, it's so hard. Like a lot of really, really phenomenal, monumental like authors who created these fictional pieces that like have touched our hearts and have, 
given us hope and entertainment and adventure and excitement and romance. Right. And that's like the why? Journey. Because it's relatable. Exactly. And so that's how the major arcana is. It tells the big moments within the fool's journey. And the minor arcana, they celebrate the specifics. So these tiny little things, it's like it's like the why. It's like we're here and then this is the why. Yeah, kind of dialing down into yeah. like more specific things in your life or like more not like they're but yeah, not like the big moments, the major arcana are gonna be like more memorable. They're gonna yeah. be these like larger things. Major arcana or minor arcana is gonna be like more day to day. Yeah. How can like, I relate to this? Oh, in the, that's how I got there. In the passing. Yeah, one hundred percent. And there's a protagonist here, right? It's the fool. The fool is the main character. The fool is the Harry Potter. The fool, the fool is the, um, you know, Feyre Archeron for all my Avatar people out there. Uh, that's the fool. It's Anakin. It, yeah, it's exactly. It's you think of any, you know, big pop culture story, and that the fool is the protagonist. So that's exactly who we're going to start with, right, right off the bat. The Fool. The number is zero. And if you follow us on Instagram, you can get a couple sneak peeks of what our deck looks like. And it's coming together really well. And The Fool is absolutely absolutely one of my favorite cards. So The Fool. When I think of The Fool, I think of the hero story. You know, uh, that's why the number is zero. It all starts here. Right. Right. It's the seed, right? You think about the the symbolism behind like the zero, the circle, it starts here and it repeats and it's consistent and it's ongoing. I think of joyful, courageous, optimistic, new beginnings, hopeful, a fresh outlook, naive and delusional. And some examples from pop culture, the favorite Archeron, Luke Skywalker, Dorothy and Harry Potter, kind of like some of the stuff that we've already mentioned previously. And this is just this young, sprightly figure who is leaping into the unknown. And it's, it's so that card, since it's a zero, and like we were saying, there's like beginnings, but there's so many beginnings. So you could relate this in the tarot, no matter where it comes up, it's going to be like the, like, no, you know, no spoiler, but the, the full, it starts with the full at zero and goes to the world at 22. And, and the world, the world is a circle. And then it loops back around and then it restarts with a full. So the full can reset at any time. Like we do, we're kind of telling the story of it, so it kind of seems like, oh, maybe this is the birth of the fool of us. But this um, pattern happens over and over and over and over again in our lives. Meeting the fool again, uh, and I, I think of it as we're like going to kind of step into the next card, second step into the next phase of the fool, as kind of even thinking of yourself as the fool in any situation that ever presents itself to you. And then as you, time goes by or whatever, as you go into the next time thing, we come to the card number one of the magician. And it's like, this is where I feel like the fool kind of becomes the magician. 100%. It is the fool's yeah. journey, but like, can we at least recognize that like, once you literally have that moment of realization, moment of awakening, moment of beginning, moment of literally, and let's just say it's literally birth. Yeah. You have that moment. Yes, you are the fool. But are we on, like, this is the fool's journey. Yes, of course. And the archetypes in it are all, you know, will be explained. But all those archetypes are either the fool itself or like some of the fools being presented with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right away, right away in the like beginning. Like the fool doesn't become the tap, I mean, you could, but for me, how I interpret it and when I digest and then kind of extract like the, the nutrients from the story, it's definitely archetypal. And it's like, I, I think of it as the fool at these pit stops. For sure. You but know? I think that it, it, even like the most, sim- like so much of the symbolism of the magician is getting picked up by the fool. So in a totally, way, the fool is like graduating the to the had, point of the magician. So, so could it be that the magician carries on with the journey? Someone that was born, I didn't know anything. the magician personally is like the evolution of the fool. It is. Like so it is a, still the fool. It They're is still, still the, the same fool. person. It's just like this moment of, of coming. You know, I think of Violet yeah, and they're just Fourth like, Wing when they like 
hit the precipice or, or the par- the parapet, the, the literal pe- precipice of the parapet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's like this giant obstacle and it's just like, Violet's like, dude, I can fucking do this. Like, I don't need to like, you know, not become a writer and then just stick to being a scribe. I can fucking be a fucking writer. No, dude, no. She uses her scribe talents to be, like, one of the baddest fucking writers to the point where, spoiler alert, one of the fucking dopest, like, most powerful dragons chooses her as their writer. Love it. I love Violet, too. I'm glad you know her. And then there's, like, this dude that's after her named Dane, and he's just, like, so fucking irritating. And she's like, no, I want the dude that, like, sees me as, like, his equal. Yeah. Rather than trying to protect and save me. It's good. Mm. It's good. I, I it's really good. Yeah. Yes. The Magician. Great segues. Uh, first up on the hero's journey. The fool visits the magician and confides in their fears and inquiries they are taking on in their new endeavor. The magician says, fear not. You have everything you need for success. You are magic. Like, that is whatever this dialogue will... Like, Michelle has, like, this really cool... And just, like, super um, progressive way to, like, think about how the magician is in relation to the fool, which I think is really cool. Well, and thank you so much, Brie. But I feel like the... Because it's all of us, and if we're all going through the journey, right, we're either confronting parts of ourselves or others. And I just... The way that I look at the tarot is that once... The once I get the tay-tay... Once, <laughs> once I, as the fool, I guess, uh, reach the number six, we'll get to it. Sorry, jumping ahead. But once you reach a six, that's when you induce, or Jesus, yeah, introduce, introduce the otherness. So up until then, the magician, like, this is one being, but the fool kind of graduates, levels up to the magician. I'm no longer the fool. I've, you know... I'm born the fool. I'm born to know that I just have this sense of like um, optimism. I've never really been faced with anything difficult yet. Like why? It's like believing in God before God shits on you. It's like totally. You know, it's like I know that like I deserve. Like you're like you just want it, and you know that you deserve it. And that's what it's like to be a baby. Takes a shit. shit. Like when you're a baby, you're like, oh, of course I'm going to be fed. But when you're not, you know. So the the fool meets the magician but also becomes it. They realize that the magician is the um, The kind of the, the masculine version. It's the celestial father of the deck. So it's like meeting God. For the first time, but like God meeting that God is masculine. And so that means, sorry, I'm just pulling in my notes because I had something on this. Um, No, I don't. So (laughs) I'll just go with it. But it's just, (laughs) it's just that. It's that note. What was that one memo? Like It just says jokes. And then it, it was in my notes and it says jokes. And then you click on it and it says tells joke or something yeah it's so good it's like literally like the the joke like i was gonna remember joke (laughs) um back to the magish the magish okay so this is what i'm saying let me let me get it together here so they're the celestial father we can talk i guess i do have this in my notes like the idea before we go into all the car all the all the um majors is the idea of um, gender in tarot, I guess, I think is important to kind of tap on because, you know, tarot is so, so, so fucking old and also, like, not even that long ago. It's like gender is such a thing. It's like male, female. But in tarot, I think that the way I look at it, and I don't know how you look at it, maybe we can talk about it a little bit, is, like, I think of gender in the deck as the whole it is just a part of one thing like the so, gender is androgynous the gender is masculine or feminine and every male female and everything in between has both yeah so it, it doesn't it's full duality and like we and and when we talk about the what we're talking about right now the major they are archetypes so when we talk about the archetypes we're talking about the characteristics that come with that archetype 
So yes, they may be masculine. Yes, they may be feminine. And some in between. So but it's like they're a bitch. But they're we, a we, lover. They're a child. They're, they're a mother. But we're not really, really talking about the gender in, in anything. So I guess that seemed important a second ago. But so the full we all is one born or reborn into any situation that we're moving forward with right now in our lives. When you reach magician. full to magician, the magician has on his table all the elements, all the key earth, air, water, fire, right? So they have all the things. Hey, and then they're also representing each suit. So it's like they have all the tools. They're, they they know that there is some type of of tool that they can use from the earth, from water, from emotion, from air, from intellect, from the earth, from literal physicality that can create and control their world. Mm. So that's like the first step of just birth is like, oh, I can create this world. I can create this world. But that's such an important thing is that because I have these tools, because first things first, I know that things are being offered to me. I know that there's like, a, and, the, and that's like the infinity sign, uh, which we'll talk about too when we get to strength, but that infinity sign is there, like it's just forever there. I'm sorry, what? It'll just be there. There's just this sense of like giving of the tool of the earth, of the elements of the earth that we can use to create our own reality. Full meets that, knows their steps into the magician, and then they meet who? She's cute. She's the best. High priestess be cute as hell. Um, so the high priestess, this is like Michelle was talking about the magician being like super masculine. The high priestess is the duality of that. The high priestess is the ultimate feminine. And for me, this is, I envision the high priestess in the second stop in the fool's journey. Here, the high priestess unveils wisdom, knowledge that the fool can only see when they look past the veil of soci- that society has casted upon them, a mission is bestowed upon the fool, right? So here is the moment where, like, they're, like, it's, like, that moment where you, like, hit in your adolescence and you're, like, I've been lied to all this time. Or, like, oh, my God, my family isn't like everybody else. Yeah, I you feel know? like the magician is the conscious yeah, it's like you can see it right. There's all the tools. There's it's all the those tangible. things. There's the tangible things yeah. that you can see. It's a very masculine thing to do, and no gender related. I'm just saying that's a masculine thing to do is. is to realize what's happening. But fuck y'all. Yeah. The feminine, but fuck y'all. <laughs> the feminine thing to do is when, and that's what you graduate to. That's what the fool realizes next. It's like so the fool becomes conscious. Oh yeah. And what happens next? The doors open to the subconscious. That's the fucking high priestess. The high priestess is the sub. She the sub. Conscious. Ace of base. (laughs) She's the subconscious being. It's like knowing what is not being proven. Yeah. So it's like having the proof, magician. Not having proof, not needing it, high priestess. Yeah, 1,000%. I mean, the High Priestess is one of my fave cards. She's incredible. She's the best. God, I just like wish I could be as bad as her. She's a, she's like, so like I said before, the um, magician is the um, celestial, the celestial father. Mm-hmm. The High Priestess is the celestial mother. Mm-hmm. It's like meaning God in female form. The only way. It's Alanis Morissette. So if you've seen Dogma. You know. You get that joke. And if you haven't seen Dogma, you should probably go do yourself a fucking favor. With the high priestess, adjectives, I think of intuitive, hidden wisdom, mystery, what is yet to be revealed, secrets. I wrote in parentheses, bad, so like not cool, fun, gossip, and mm. things, cute little tea secrets, the bad secrets, withheld information and lies. Examples from pop culture of this would be Yoda from Star Wars, also the Cyril from Akatar, and then Alfred from Batman. You didn't use my Princess Bubblegum. I don't know what 
my section, so I had to have it be authentic and needed to yeah, yeah, be yeah, able yeah. to passionately for, talk for sure, about for it. Sure. For sure, for sure. It's hard to think of, like, examples of, of that. Oh, my God, this whole time. But, like, that's how I remember things. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I think that, yeah, I just think that high priestess energy, I think, like, such an important thing to, to reel in on that one is that she doesn't need the proof. She doesn't, it is felt within her. She just knows. There's no reading directions. Like, she's got it. She's got it. Yeah. And then along comes some more feminine energy. We're at three. Mm-hmm. Which, this totally looks like Brooke, because, like, Brooke is totally Empress. And this is the card of creation. Mm-hmm. Yes, the card of creation. The number three. The Empress, and then the Fool's Journey. The Empress helps create the path forward for the Fool. The Empress bestows the Fool with a sanctuary to prepare and create what they need for their mission. Right, so this is the moment where like you're you're getting ready to go on the journey and you need to like stock up, you need to train, you need to build fat, you, you know, and adjectives that I, I think of are creation, the divine feminine, fertility, abundance, nurturing, stagnation, domestic problems, like or, or this is when it kind of goes weird, um, or aloof examples. Like I like to think of Hagrid from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like when Hagrid goes to get Harry Potter for the very first time for his first year at Hogwarts and he's on that island like they've ran from their fucking home to a fucking island because they're trying to escape all of the letters that are inviting Harry Potter to Hogwarts but his aunt and uncle won't let him read them and it's the final straw and it's like should I get off the pot are you coming to Hogwarts or not but they still haven't heard from Harry Potter and it's magic so magic knows what's up Hagrid bursts into like their home on the island and like gives Harry Potter a cake happy fucking birthday bitch like Harry you want to go to Hogwarts hell and then he's like <laughs> fuck yes I want to go to Hogwarts get me the fuck out of this yes daddy come with me and then Hagrid's like come with me Hagrid don't get his ass a broom like some clothes gave his, his little skinny ass some butterbeer and, like, got him to Hogwarts. He, like, Hag- or no, Hag- Hagrid got Harry onto the train. Right. He got him onto the train. Right. Which the train was the transportation to the adventure. Mm-hmm. And that's how I think of the Empress when I envision Hagrid, even though he's male. Right. Yeah? I love that. I'm thinking a little bit more, like, Matilda vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, like Miss Honey, like well, Matilda is like, oh my god, like this is horrible. I want to create this life, so she starts practicing magic, starts dipping her hands into the earth. She's like, what can I create for myself? Okay, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this. My home. Make this. My family. And then it's like, and now that I can like create all this stuff for myself and nurture myself, I'm gonna like nurture those around me. I'm gonna nurture my little brother that was like abused by my other family or like you know whatever the other orphans or something. But I totally get what you're saying. The it's the same thing. It's just that moment. And then this is the power of symbolism too, right? A very different. Very but different, but shit. still same same. Same shit. The mo and and let's just think of. I the, also wrote the the genie from Aladdin. That totally took me off guard. I love that, and that. Can you see it like when Aladdin's just like, like he, stuck? Yeah, he loves Aladdin. Like he is he, Aladdin's mummy. Yeah, like. Like, he, he is Aladdin's sugar mama. Like, Dude, name three Aladdin things you want. Aladdin just, like, stuck in the cave, and the genie's like, all right, I'll get you out. Right. And that's when Aladdin pops off. That's when and Aladdin And he's like, I will Jasmine. give you whatever you need. Yeah. And that's what they... Well, because it's, well, like, it's kind of this... Oh, it's well, kind of this well. idea of, like, of the, of the rubbing the genie. It is that, yeah. uh, that sense of creation. But uh, let me give a quick rundown of, like, okay, like you're born like or you have a rebirth you come up with something that you need to do you realize that you are the magician that you yourself have all the tools you need to do it the empress at number three is the manifestation she is the idea she is the uh um what is this word Crab hands? It's not inspiration. <laughs> She's literally just like clicking her hands together like little baby. Oh my god. Dream world. 
It's the ima- oh. it's dreaming it up. It's ima- it imagining. Imagining. Imagine. The fool on the journey realizes the power of imagination. That is the empress. That is the idea to mother all things. They meet the idea to create. They get to create. And so then that leads us to the fourth. Because once we get all those ideas Parker. and all them imaginations, we go and need to bring it down. To Parker. To Daddy Parker. Parker is the emperor in our deck. May he reign. May he always reign. May he, I mean, he probably will. May he complain. <laughs> <laughs> may he complain. And may he complain. And may he complain. Long. Parker, I love you to death. You know that. I do admire how well you can complain. But it's just like... Like, it's artful. Like, it deserves It respect. makes me feel so much for yeah. someone that could be feeling so little. And who deserves <laughs> to feel, <laughs> like, slightly <laughs> little. Like, anyways, yes, we love you, but you know he's a bougie little guy. He's like, I had to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> so I could make a shit ton of money. <laughs> My boyfriend makes a lot. Sucks. He's cool though. Just sucks I gotta do it. Oh, he's so funny. He's oh so fucking incredible. Just, like, that person is one of the only like sometimes there's just these people that are put in your life. I literally met Parker the first night that I stayed in my brand new apartment in Denver for the first night ever. My first night alone. In where whatever city that happens <laughs> like true like I had never I never even I never even lived alone in my entire life that was my first night in Denver Colorado by myself I thought it was gonna be so sad I was so happy I like cackled like by myself it was incredible but I met Parker that night and I truly can't imagine like it, it's just sometimes people are put in your life totally for such a reason oh yeah Cause I would have been a total fucking mess. Like, dude, that dude was feeding me, cooking. Like, he was cooking for me, feeding me, telling me how incredible I was when I like needed to be away from. You are incredible. He's incredible. He he's incredible. You are Parker, and I love him so much. May he reign. You little fucking bitch. Our emperor, our daddy, daddy of the deck. Though, like, so where does this lead? So, like, once we have the creative like idea it's like okay so we're born okay am i i'm like unafraid to do anything and then it's like haha yeah remember that you're the magician of your own life and you have all these tools you can use earth you can use water you can use fire you can use your emotion and then you're like oh my god are you fucking serious and then the emperor steps in and they're like yes bitch you can but like there's some ground rules yeah this is where you learn discipline this is where you learn stability i know i am the emperor Seriously, it's annoying. She hates it. Like even yesterday, I came home and I opened up the coffee pot and I was like, Michelle, what is this? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) the filter was still in there from the morning and the coffee. Okay, well, let's get this. Okay, so the day before that, I wake up shockingly, like somewhat early. I was like, oh, was it when I threw your coffee out? Yeah. So I go upstairs. I'm like, oh, well, I'm already awake. I'm, I didn't sleep. Like, I slept like two hours. But I'm just going to get up and like no sorry. one's home. I'm just going to like start my day, whatever. So I get up. I Wu-tech let. Wu-Tech was there. What are you talking about? He's Nobody's down. Home. No, not y'all upstairs. Wu-Tech's downstairs. Oh, okay. In the dungeon. I know he's there. <laughs> he's with me. He's down there. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm just going to like, even though I couldn't sleep, I'm just going to like do the thing. So I get up start the coffee, uh, let the dogs out, and then I'm like, uh, all right, I need a shower. I'll just go take a shower really quick, come back up. So start the coffee, let the dogs out, let the dogs in, go into my dunge, start the shower, get in the shower. Yes, I get out of the shower. I start having like a really like in-depth combo with woo-boo. And so I'm like, okay, we're talking about this now. And then I'm like, all right. All of a sudden I hear the dogs barking. I'm like, sick. Before I can even walk up the stairs, Bree's coming downstairs. And she's like, where is the bleach? Did you have the bleach? And I'm like. Because they all gone. They take everything. 
I didn't do it. I would never clean anything. <laughs> Blue tech, my dog pissed in my bathroom. No, I don't have that one. Ask him. He, so I'm telling her, I didn't take fucking bleach. Then she's like, it's right there. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay, well, yes. Wu Tech must have cleaned my bathroom with bleach in the last like three hours. That's why it's down here. So then she goes upstairs. I come up there and like, I'm like, oh my God. Okay, here it is. Here's my time to shine. And she's like violently wiping down counters. And I'm like, That's look what at that. do for fun. There's, there, there's not even a coffee pot. I'm like, oh. So I'm like, girl, I'm like, oh, did you? you I dumped her. You got rid of the coffee. She's like, oh, I just cleaned the entire kitchen. Well, I was just. So dumps was, my fresh pot of coffee out and cleans the whatever. Well, dude, she always leaves pot. random foods and stuff everywhere. Like, I don't know how long old and things I don't are. Even I don't eat anything. And no, and then things are always left on that should be turned. Like I don't know. I'm so confused. It'd be really funny if, like, as the progress progressed, it was just like us fighting. <laughs> like we're just fighting about our living situation. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the emperor. Oh fuck. Well, we'll get to it. But anyway, your coffee out mug. Anyway, that's the whole point. Is yes, I. What did I do? You. I threw your coffee out. And what did I do? I don't remember. I mean, you do a lot. No, I know. I don't remember. That was like the... the, It doesn't matter if you're watching, you know. It's whatever. All right, the emperor, though, is really, like, structured. It's so brutal. Oh, I was saying discipline, leadership, grounded, and just strength. Michelle, you need to work on this answer. For me? Dependable. I mean, you are really dependable. Stability. And then this is when it starts to go shadow. Rocky, foundation, lack of discipline, immature. Totally. What do you think? Uh, I was going to say, like, I feel like, though, me and you are, like, such a good, like, archetype combo, because in some way, even in this form, like, and we could probably do a bunch of them. We could talk about them as they go on. But it's like, oh, my gosh, the empress starts to happen. It's like, oh, oh, my God, I have this idea. I have this idea. And that's me. And I'm, like, you know, just yelling at you. And then you're like, okay, well, let's, like, build a foundation for the idea. Like, there has to be, like some sense of structure, some sense of discipline, like some sense of reality to move forward with it. Those are me. And like literally you need both. Yeah. And like not too much of one or the other. Like it really is a perfect elixir. And then stop looking because I'm going to I'm just looking. I'm I wanted to be surprised. Oh. oh. Uh, examples from pop culture. Uh, Sirius Black, Harry Potter, right? I know why you were trying to cover it now. Yes. I know. Stop. I know. And then... Such a good example. Ned Stark, Game of Thrones, solid emperor energy. Like, that's like, everybody would be like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, there's no questioning. His, of course. Yeah, his daddy. And then, Pame, 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 from Kill Bill. So that is such a perfect example. And that's yeah. so funny. But Pame is also like the perfect emperor. But honestly, they're an emperor that's in imbalance. They're imbalanced in the, on the heavy side, on the structured mm-hmm. side. Like, there's no room for Pime anything else. Pime is, like, justice, too. I think Pime is, like... I mean, maybe a little bit of outside justice, but I also think of him as, like, the Eight of Pentacles, like, discipline, 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 but, like, it's enforced, so it has, like, a masculine quality, which, which maybe would be... Uh, I mean, even leaning into the, into the devil. Yep. Any, carry on. Carry on. Um, but, yeah. That's too much. Pime definitely, I feel like, uh, totally fucks here. Mm. The emperor partner. The hair event. Mm-hmm. Number five. Wow, we made it to five. Yes. The hair event is the upholder of tradition and wisdom. When the fool arrives at their doorstep, the fool is cocky and generating on masculine energy. Here is the fire is contained, controlled, and grown, where the fool learns to respect the ancestors. And then ritual, wisdom, counsel, advice, spiritual respect, uh, moral, abuse of power, good in the shadow, and disrespectful. Examples from pop culture with the Hierophant and <laughs> Mary Poppins. So good. Um, like, Mary Poppins is like, un- like she's like a deity or some shit. Right. Like, and like let me teach you some, some shit. Exactly. And like, she's like, 
My dearest child, I have restored balance here. Now I must go. She has no attachment. She has empathy, but not attachment. Mm-hmm. You know, like she ha- she feels and she loves and she cares and and gives and provides that esoteric that you crave when you're so little and you want the answers to everything. And then she just leaves. Because it could be so, like, Brie Leonard would attach the kids and be like, oh, fuck, like, I have to devote myself to these children for the rest of my life. And Mary Poppins is like, no, they fine. No, they fine. I don't touch them. Well, like, I've done the teaching. There's, like, such a level of teaching here. Yeah. I think I have... Oh, and then Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec as well. I think I'm like meeting the Hierophant is like getting to this level of it's just like it's almost introducing the other like there are other ideas other than outside of you so like every single thing that you've ever learned in your life up to now I relate no, I feel like I've like lo- like kind of can combine the Hierophant with like um Saturn return energy like, okay, oh, once yeah. you hit your Saturn return... Well, because discipline, 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 and that's what Saturn and return And it's like, does, if yeah. you've gone through all this and you haven't learned anything, and if you're not changing anything based on what you learned, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing? And that's the Hierophant. It's like, okay, I've gathered and gathered and gathered and made mistake after mistake after mistake. 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 And another one. A mistake. A mistake. And another a mistake, a mistake. All of a sudden, like a full band comes in. <laughs> um, but so you make all those mistakes, and then you basically gather those tools, gather that information, the data to redirect your life. That's like Saturn return energy. That's what the hierophant does. And normally, people that do that fucking shit, like people that are in recovery, that's why I find so many people in recovery in yoga or in fucking AA or you know, well, obviously, but. All those things, it's like they are making that like swap over. They're like, oh, I learned something and I'm going to like do something different now. If I just keep doing the same thing now, I'm never going to get a different result. The Hierophant is the moment in your journey where you're like, oh, I need to do this different so I get a different result than I did the last time. Yeah. And that's where you're at with the Hierophant after... Oh, yeah. I mean, coming to the idea of like, okay, I need structure. I need base. I have all this imagination. I have all these ideas. We're talking the Empress. I have all these ideas. I have all these imaginations. What can I create? Okay, well, you can create, but it's in the boundaries of, of this. It's in the structure of this. You have to build from the ground up, says the Emperor, with rules and a little bit more sternness than just wild ideas. And then here comes the hierophant. It's like, okay, well, what have you learned and how do you put it into practice? Practice makes perfect, yeah. Um, so this card, zero through five. Uh, next week, we'll fucking see what happens. We'll, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get pretty far. We'll, we'll do the same amount. Yeah. At least till 10. Yeah, at least till 10. Um, yeah, thank you for listening to us. The Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune. Um, yeah, just thanks so much for listening to the rant. And again, this is just like a little slice of the content that we'll be covering in our workshop uh, at Yoga Pod. I'm so excited. I know, me too. Also terrified we might go way over time, but... We're there for like three hours extra. Oh my god. <laughs> we want to have longer courses. We will. We, we will. do and we will. We, yeah. But just for now, it's just like, it's, it's, it's the fool. It's the fool. It's, it's kind of like fool. the Ace of Pentacles, really. Yeah. Learn more at our course this <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways. November. Re- remember, if you want it. Haunt it? Yes. She's still getting used to the rebrand. One deep breath. Da-da-da-da. da 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 da